is a place where people come to hear and to be healed. But if you don't hear, you cannot be healed. So today, in the name of Jesus, I want to encourage you, catch a hold to faith. How do you do that? Start hearing, start listening. Now, when, now when the Bible says, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God in Romans chapter 10 and verse 17, here's what it's talking about. It's not talking about just hearing with these two pieces that meet up beside your head we call ears. No, it's talking about hearing, listening with your heart, believing it, receive it in your heart. There are many people trying to get things from God, but they're going about it the wrong way. Whatever it is you need from God today, I want to decree and declare right now that today is your day in the name of Jesus. So, Father, in Jesus' name, as your people come to hear and to be healed, today is their day to receive a miracle from you. Today is their day to just stretch out on you. And you will meet them at the print of their need, no matter what it is, no matter how big it is or how small it is. It doesn't make a difference to you. You are the healing one, and you are here in the class today. You show up at every class, and we praise you, and we thank you for it now. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. I want to reiterate this again to you because it's so vitally important to do so. Today is your miracle day. Now, so faith coming by what? By hearing. By hearing. You have to hear with the ears of your heart. Don't just hear it, believe it, and act on it. See, you're not, you're not healed just because you believe, even though believing is important. But faith is when you act. Are you listening to me? Faith is when you what? When you act on the word of God. Until you act on the word of God, nothing will happen. Nothing will happen. A person can tell you all day long, oh, I believe if I sit down in this chair, it will hold me. I believe if I sit, this chair is going to hold me. Okay, you didn't say it two times. Yeah, and I, and I believe if I sit in this chair, it'll hold me. What's the problem? They're still standing. Until you sit, how can it hold you? You must act. You have to sit. The sitting is the acting part. I believe. See, I believe if I sit. I believe if I sit. This chair will hold me. Okay. Now, 
stretch forth your faith and sit. Stretch forth your faith in here with expectations, knowing that you know that you know that you know today is your miracle day. Are you getting what I'm saying to you here? You got to know that you know that you know. Because let me tell you, when you know it that way and you act on it, things do happen. Yes, they do. Things do happen. So uh, let's look at, let's go to the, let's go to the word of God. Second Corinthians chapter five and verse seven. For we walk by faith, not by sight. For we walk by what? By faith. And not by what? Not by sight. So now what are you doing? You're walking by the all-seeing eye of faith. Well, Brother Elder, are you telling me that faith can see? Yes. Oh, yes. Yes, it can. Faith see the way when you don't see the way. Faith know where, where it's going and where to go when you don't know. When we don't know. Faith knows. Okay? Now, for we walk by what? We walk by faith. See, if you walk by faith, you will never end up in the wrong place if you walk by faith. See, when you walk by faith, you're not walking by your, 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 your five senses. You're not walking by what you can, what you can feel, what you can think. Why do that when God has already done it for you already? Can you see that? See, faith gives you the ability to act on God's power in the earth. I'll say that again. Faith, and I'm talking about the faith of God, give you the ability to act on the supernatural power of God in the earth. Now, what again, whatever it is that you need from him, you can get it. How? By faith. Act on it. We're going to show you here today, there was a man he lost everything, or should I say they lost everything? But the man started confessing what God said. And by the way, that word confession is so powerful, it is so good. Let me tell you what confession means. It's the Greek word confession. That Greek word is homologio. It's what? Homologio. It means to say the same thing as God has said. Say the same thing. 
Now, in order for your faith to work, you can't just believe something. You can't just have faith for something. You got to open your mouth and speak it. See, you got to confess it. Jesus said, by his stripes, you are what? You are healed. You want your healing? Say what he said. Say what he said. Now, watch this here. Let's go to John chapter 8 and verse 32. John 8 and 32. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And you shall know the what? The truth. And the truth will make you what? Free. Now, notice, and you shall know the what? The truth. What is truth? What is truth? Truth is what God said. That's what truth is. It's what God said. Now, when you start saying what God said, you are speaking the truth. See, God can't work with lies. Stay with me now. God cannot work with what? With lies. He can't. It doesn't work that way. God works with what? Truth. And that's what the scripture says here. And you shall know the what? The truth. And you shall know the what? The truth. It's only the truth that you know, watch this here, and act on. You must act on it. When the, when the angel came to Mary and told her she was going to have a child, Listen, what did Mary say? Be it unto me as you have said. Be it unto me. What was she doing? She was acting on what she believed. She was acting on what the angel had said. She was hearing truth. Now, Think about this. I want you to look at this. This is so, this is so powerful. And you shall know the what? The truth. And the truth shall make you what? Make you free. Think about that. Make you free. Now, I want you to pause here and look at the scripture. Let's look at Job chapter 22, verse 28. Very familiar scripture. Job chapter 22 and verse 28. Very familiar scripture. Thou shalt also decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon thy ways. Now, notice what it said. And you shall do what? Decree a thing. What does decree mean? Think about that. Decree. You got to speak something. You got to say something. See, what do you have to say? The truth. This is healing school, right? Listen, what did Jesus say? By his stripes, you were healed. By the stripes of Jesus, 
you and I have been healed. But now watch this here. And you shall know the truth, and truth make you free. Now, you shall also do what? Decree. Open your mouth. Declare something. Say. It must be said. You've got to get it spoken. Now, the truth is what God has already done. See, listen, you're not here in healing, healing class today trying to get God to do something for you. No, no, my friend. He have already done it. It's already done for you. Okay. Think about this. It's already done. Say it's already done. Now, if it's already done, you don't have to try to get God to do what he's already done. He, you already healed. Jesus announced that. Jesus himself announced it. And you can find that in Isaiah uh, uh, 55 and, and 5. 53 and 5. He said, by his stripes, you were healed. War is past tense. He had already did it. Now, now that you know he have already done it, here's what you want to do. Remember that word, homologio? It means to say the same thing that he have already said, you say the same thing. Jesus said, by his stripes, you were healed. You said, Father, thank you. By the stripes of Jesus, you have healed me. And I thank you and I praise you for it. This is how you do it. Now, what things have you desire when you pray? Do what? Believe that you receive. Do what? Believe that you receive. So, again, in Job 22 and 28, decree a thing. You shall also decree a thing. You shall also decree. What are you saying? That decree is saying. You've got to say it. Mean it. Believe it. Act on it. Say it. Mean it. Believe it. Act on it. Say it. Mean it. Believe it. Act on it. And then when you act on it, now do something you couldn't do before. If you couldn't lift your hand, now lift your hand. If you couldn't move your feet, now move your feet. If you couldn't wave those arms, come on. Put those arms up. What are you doing? You're acting on what he said. You're acting on it. Or you follow what I'm saying to you? You are acting on it. It's, it's like going to the doctor. All right? You go to the doctor, and the doctor writes you a prescription for some pills. You leave there. Sometimes you go straight to the to the to the to the pharmacist, to the drugstore, and get that order filled. Sometimes you let them put it in for you. So when you get there, it's already ready. You just got to pick it up. Okay. So they write the prescription for you. But now watch this here. You get it, but you won't take it. Can that prescription do anything for you? No. 
Why? You never acted on it. Are you hearing me? You never what? You never acted on it. Now see, faith is a fact, but you must act. It's a fact. It's true. Whose truth is it? It's God's truth. The word of faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Romans 10, 17. It's God's truth. The only truth that is that's really true is the truth of God. We're talking about God's truth here today. God's truth will not, cannot, it is impossible for God's truth, which is his word, to fail you. Let me show you. Let me show you. Again, in Job 22 and verse 28, thou shalt also what? Decree a thing. Open your mouth and say it. Remember that word I gave you? Homologio? Homologio. See, you're confessing the word of God. You're confessing. That homologio is you are saying the same thing that he has said. What are you doing? You are saying the same thing. Now, if you want things to change in your life, pay close attention to words here. Let's go to 1 Samuel chapter 30. And this is coming out of the King James Version of the Bible. Let's go to 1 Samuel chapter 30, and we're going to look at verse 1 through verse 8. Verse 1 through verse 8. And it came to pass when David and his men were come to Ziklag. On now, the pause right there for a second. They came to where? They came to Ziklag. You ever heard of Ziklag before? Ziklag is a place that's dry, it's empty, it's toned down, it's burnt out, nothing there. The devastation that we've been seeing on the news all this week uh, from Hawaii, that's a zigzag. It's destroyed, it's burned out. This is what David was seen. But that fire was deliberately set with David. All right? So it came to Ziklag. Keep going. On the third day. And the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag and smitten Ziklag and burned it with fire. And what? And smitten Ziklag, Ziklag and burned it with what? Fire. See, I told you, it looked just like Hawaii, that part of Hawaii that's been on fire, or burned up. Okay, come on. And had taken the women captives that were therein. They slew not any, either great or small, but carried them away and went on their way. Now, David and his, and, 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 and his men, they were out fighting a war. And this is what the Amalekites came and did while they were gone. They took the women and children. They took food. They took all the goods. And they set the place on fire. 
David and his men can see the, the smoke from the fire a long ways off. Okay, keep going. So David and his men came to the city, and behold, it was burned with fire, and their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captives. Yeah. Then, uh -huh. then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no more power to weep. Now, I want you to pay close attention to this. They cried so much till they had no more power to weep, to cry. Now, I appreciate tears, but it's not going to change what they were looking at. Neither is it going to change your zigzag today. Whatever your zigzag is, what's the tongue twister, huh? Whatever your zigzag is, tears, feeling sorry for yourself, will never change that. Okay, keep going. And David's two wives were taken captives, Ahinom the Jezreelitess and Abigail the wife of Nabal the Carmelite. And David was given this greatly distressed for the people spake of stoning him because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and for his daughters. Yeah. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. I pause right there. What did he do? He encouraged himself in the Lord his God. Folks, listen. There are times where you got to encourage yourself. You can't wait for other people to encourage you. You must encourage yourself. So David encouraged himself in the Lord. They was talking about killing him, even though he didn't do it. But we was with you out there to battle. If we was here, this would never happen. See, they was feeling sorry for themselves. Listen, never feel sorry for yourself. I want to say that again. Never feel sorry for you. Don't do that. Keep going. Keep going. And David said to Abiathar, the priest, Abimelech's son, I pray thee, bring me hither the ephod. And Abiathar brought thither the ephod to David. And David inquired at the Lord, saying, shall I pursue after this troop? Now pause right there. Notice. David did what? He inquired of the Lord. He asked the Lord a question. Now, Lord, the men who did this, the people who are responsible for this, shall I go after them? See, he inquired of the Lord. He asked him, should he go after them? What to do? Keep going. And he answered him, pursue, for thou shalt... He answered him, now watch this. This is what I really want you to catch here. He answered him what? Pursue. Go after him. Don't sit there and cry. Don't do that. Don't sit there and feel sorry for yourself. Go after them. Pursue. Keep going. 
for thou shalt surely overtake them and without fail recover all. Now, I want you to see that. For you shall do what? Read it again, that part. For thou shalt surely overtake them and without fail recover all. You shall surely overtake them. Go after them. You shall surely overtake them. Look at that word. And recover all. You're going to recover what? All. How much is all? All of it. Everything they stole from you, you're going to recover it. You're going to recover not some of it. You're going to get it all back. Now, here's what I want you to see. Many of you in this healing school right now, the doctors have gave you bad diagnosis and prognosis. All these bad reports. But Jesus said, what did he say? Isaiah 53 and 5. By his stripes, you were what? You were healed. Now, listen. God didn't make you with half a heart. God didn't make you to be malfunctioning in your body. That's not how God made you. Look, remember, thy kingdom what? Come, thy will be what? Done where? On earth. Where? On earth as it is in heaven. Folks, listen. Satan been robbing you. Did you know in heaven you you are not sick? In heaven you were not sick. In heaven you didn't have a, a half a heart. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done where? On earth. So now Jesus has come. He came and died and rose again. He have come. Now, the will of God can be done on the earth. That's why we're here today. This is why we're here. Let me tell you something. Pursue. For you shall surely recover all. Whatever the need be. If you are a diabetic, no more. Listen now. If you are a diabetic, no more. Pursue and recover all. Are you with me here? Out of the abundance, Proverbs 23 and 7 declares, for out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak it. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak it. I want to say that again. Out of the abundance of your heart. Your mouth will speak it. Don't say what you see. Don't say what the devil has done or what the devil is doing. Start talking about what God said, what God has done. He have already healed you. 
Now, remember that word homologio. It, it's a, it, it, it means to confess. Say the same thing that God has said. Do what? Say the same thing. Say the same thing that God has said. Now, listen, I want you to, I want you to, I want you to understand something here. When you got, when you got born again, when you made Jesus Christ Savior and Lord of your life, you didn't do that confessing sins. They told you you did. You had to confess all your sins. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, you did not. Confessing sins is not what he said to do. Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. If you will confess with your mouth, confess is homologio. Say the same thing that God has said. If you will confess with your mouth, who? Not sin, but confess the Lord Jesus with your mouth. Open your mouth and speak it. Confess the Lordship of Jesus. Confess it with your mouth. And believe it where? In your heart. That God had raised him from the dead, you would be what? Saved. Notice, the word repent of sin is not there, not one time. He didn't say repent of your sins. The word repent means change your mind. Just a second. I'm changing my mind about this sickness, about this disease. I will not put up with it not one more day in Jesus' name. It is not my sickness, and I won't claim it not one more day. The Bible says every tree that the Father has not planted shall be plucked up. It's time for you to root up that sickness. It's time for you to pursue and recover all, my brothers and sisters. Pursue all. Pursue it. Go after, go after your healing. By his stripes, watch this, you were not going to be. You were healed. Now what you want to do is get in agreement with him. That homologio is agreement. S mean to say the same thing that he has said. How are you going to be healed not in, in disagreement with him? Oh, well, you know, the healing went out with the apostles. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. If healing went out with the apostles, you and I are not born again today. You know why? In Hebrews chapter 1, it tells you, consider him, talking about Jesus, consider him an apostle and high priest of our what? Confession. That, that word homologio is again. Consider him. It didn't say consider your, your sickness. It said consider him. Consider what about him? He's your healer. In Exodus 23, it tells you, for I am the Lord your God that healeth you. Notice what he did not say. He didn't say, I'm the Lord your God that maketh you sick. He said, I am the Lord your God that healeth you. 
He is the God that healed you. He is the God your healer. He sent his word and healed your disease. He is the Lord your healer. Do you believe that today? The scriptures say, and they overcame him. They overcame who? The devil. By the blood of Jesus, the blood of the lamb. That's the blood of Jesus. In the word of their testimony, Jesus done already overcame. So you, he made you a world overcomer. Everything that the devil has thrown at you, you can overcome it. How? Jesus can shed his blood already. One thing is missing then that you need to do. What is it? Give testimony to it. Now, some of you are waiting till you see something happen. That's not what he said. And they overcame him. And they overcame that blood disease. And they overcame him. No matter what the doctor has said. And, they, and you overcame it by the blood of the lamb, which is Jesus and by the word of your testimony, by the word of your what? Testimony. For we walk by what? Faith and not by sight. You can't sit back waiting to see something, and then you'll believe. That's not believing. I said that's not believing. Don't wait till you see something. Step out now. Step out now. That's like, uh, the hose pipe. Your ground need water. Need water real bad now. Let me tell you something. But something is involved in giving that ground some water. What's involved? Just the water? No. You need a hose pipe to transport that water to the ground that you are trying to water, to the ground that you are trying to wet. But suppose the hose pipe had its own wheel. Well, I don't feel like taking a drink of water today. Well, I don't feel like getting wet today. Thank God it doesn't work that way. What the devil put on you, God sent Jesus to take it off. Because it was not like that in the beginning. Are you listening to me here? It was not like that in the beginning. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Where? On earth, just like it is in heaven. Do you see this today? So again, right now, in the name of Jesus, whatever you could not do before, do it now. Come on, you can do it. If you couldn't stand up before, stand up now. If you couldn't move your legs before, begin to move those legs now in the name of Jesus and begin to thank him for it as you do it. Begin to praise him for it as you do. The Bible said, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. 
I ministered to a lady one time. That lady had been paralyzed for nine years. She was paralyzed from the neck down. Her husband and her son was taking turns holding the phone to her ear. Because her arms were paralyzed. She was paralyzed from the neck down. Let me tell y'all something. They had to do everything for her. Her husband had to dress her. Are you getting what I'm saying to you? But one day, somebody introduced her to Larry Elder. That man believed God. And that man, they told her, have a healing anointing on his life. That's what she told me. Now, folks, please hear me. All the glory to God. Larry Elder can't do that. But the greater one who can, that's in me, he does the work. The Bible said lay for the believer to lay hands on the sick and the sick shall recover. Okay, I can't get to you. You can't get to me right now, so I can't lay my hands on you. The day is coming where we will, and pretty soon. But let me tell you this. Songs 107, write it down. Songs 107 in verse 20. He sent his word. He sent his word. He sent his word and healed them and healed them and delivered them and delivered them from their destruction. He sent his word and healed you. He sent his what? He sent his word. You are hearing the word of God today. Will you receive it? And will you act on it? Okay, you receive it. Now act on it. What am I saying? Now do something you couldn't do before. Glory to God. I told that lady that. That lady had a whole bunch of things wrong. I said, okay, let's kick them one at a time. Let's get rid of this. Let's get rid of that. Let's get rid of that. And let me tell you, as I was saying it, I said, tell me what you heard. I heard here. I heard. You do? Well, no more. No more. In the name of Jesus, I bind it. I take authority over it. No more. Let me tell y'all something. High blood pressure, sugar diabetes, all kind of stuff was wrong with that lady. I said, your diabetes go right now in Jesus' name. And I'm saying to you here in this healing uh, 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 class today, in the name of Jesus, yours leave you too. Every sickness, every disease that's been plaguing your body in the name of Jesus, we cast it out now by the power and the authority in the name of Jesus. Do you receive it right now? Receive it right now. Oh, let me tell you, pursue, recover all without fail. Pursue, recover your health in your body. Watch this, without fail. 
Remember that in 1 Samuel 30, in verse 8? Pursue, recover all without fail. Somebody said, well, well, uh, uh, well I hope I'll be healed. You're not going to be healed hoping. We are in faith here. You got to get in faith with us, remember? Homologio, say the same thing. Say the what? The same thing. So faith coming by what? Hearing and hearing the word of God. Speaking, start speaking the word. Start speaking the word. Start speaking the word. Start speaking the word. Expect it. Expect it. Expect your miracle. Expect your healing. Are you listening to me? Expect it. Don't be like the man who kept saying, well, I, you know, I believe if I sit in his chair to hold me, but he never would sit. They never would sit. How are you going to see it if you never do? You got to put action. You got to put some action to what you believe. You got to put, see, look, faith is action. Faith is what? Faith is action. Faith without corresponding action is dead. There are no results without action. This is why I keep saying, do what you couldn't do before. Praise the Lord. All right. We have Pastor Hill, uh, Leo in this healing school today. God bless you, brother. Amen. God bless you. What do you see here before we go to the phone line? Well, like Prophet Helen always says, take it by faith. Um, one of the scriptures you brought out, and you shall know the truth, and the truth that shall make you free. But we pointed out that it's the truth that you know that makes you free. And if you know that that is the truth, and you grab a hold to it, and you speak it, and you decree that over your life, as you said in Job 22 and 28, thou shalt also decree a thing. When you make a decree, you're not begging, you're not crying, but you're stating that as the truth, as a command, and you're, you're making a demand on what God has already provided because it already belongs to you. So you reach out into the spirit because God is a spirit. And we worship him in spirit and in truth. That's through the word, through the Holy Spirit, through our spirit. And we reach out into the spirit and we take it not waiting for manifestation, but knowing that it's already done. So we wait and we 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 expecting a delivery to take place. Absolutely. We expecting the package to show up. And when you're expecting a package to show up, you're not questioning, you're not worrying. Oh, well, when it's going to come or why hasn't it come or I hope they got it right. No, you're expecting it to show up and it's going to show up. And you walk in it now, you make preparations now as if it's already here. If I know I'm getting a new sofa and I place the order for the sofa through Amazon or whoever, Ikea, wherever it's coming from, well, whatever I have, I'm going to make room for it. 
I'm going to clear out some space. Why? Because I'm expecting something to show up in that space. Come on now. So if you are already healed, then start operating, making plans as a person who's healed already. That's what Brother Hagen did. That's Brother right. Hagen was laying on his deathbed, and the Lord said, well, if you heal, what does a healed person do? So he started writing sermons and making plans to go and teach these sermons. I mean, if I'm healed, then he got even bolder. I said, well, if I'm here, why am I still laying in this bed? And he rolled himself out that bed and walked in the in the in the in the front and had sat down and had breakfast. And everybody at the table was looking at him like something was like they saw a ghost. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what did he do? He took it. He acted on it. That's right. You know, if the government come up and say, if we could get everybody to violate, now this is just hypothetical now. <laughs> if we could get everybody to voluntarily pay $200 every four months or every three months, we'd wipe out taxes on your wages and we'll provide health care. That won't even come out of your check. How many people would run to do that? Hmm. You mean to tell me I'm not going to have no wages, no taxes coming out of my check and I won't have to pay for my insurance out of my check? All I got to do is go and give this money every three or four months. Yeah, I'll take that. That's mm -hmm. that's better than what I'm doing now. That's and right. people, and so if the government said that, how many people would run down and take that? Take that off? How many people would jump up and do that? Hmm. Yeah. Because the government said it. Well, how much more if God said it? We believe he is God. We believe he created all things. He's the creator of, of us. He, he made us in his image and his likeness. He, he made our heart. He made our brain. He gave us oxygen. All of these things we see is because of him. And he said, you are healed. He said, you are blessed. Mm -hmm. He said, you are an overcomer. He said, you will lend unto many nations and you will not borrow. If he said that. That's good. And because he said it, it's truth because there's no one greater than him to say anything different. So whatever he says is. So if that's what he said, then that's exactly what it is. Praise God. Take Amen. it by faith. Amen. Take it by faith. That's how it works. Turn loose just, well, I'm going to wait and see. No, you will never see anything that way. Real Bible faith says I have a thing before I physically see a thing. Real Bible faith says it's mine now. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like I'm, you know, like I'm healed. He said you are. We talk about a God who cannot lie.